Welcome to the Boss Doll Podcast, a podcast for all dolls doing business. I'm your host, Caroline Colensos, and you're listening to episode four, Glowing While You're Growing. Why is it that as female entrepreneurs, we are constantly comparing ourselves to others? How come we can't scroll through Instagram without feeling like we aren't good enough? Why do you believe that her success is your failure? These questions sparked a meaningful conversation internally here at the Doll HQ, and it is so important to recognize that there's more to life outside of that perfect nine square curation on Instagram. As many of you know, the Caroline doll became an Instagram influencer by accident. I started using Instagram about eight years ago to promote my lifestyle, to drive traffic to my agency, Posh PR, and the rest is history. With that being said, when you look at my feed, you see that I love the color pink, luxury handbags, and will totally rock a Barbie bow as an adult. But what you don't see is that I also struggle with anxiety. I have a unique relationship with food and my body, and this year, pretty recently, I lost my precious poodle baby, Lola. She was my first baby and had been with me since the beginning of my boss doll journey. Historically, I would steer away from sharing too many personal details on my platforms, especially if they were sad, um, and especially like Lola dying, or if I'm feeling anxious, or anything that would be negative. I want my platforms to be a place where women can go to to feel inspired and encouraged, and where they can truly feel like like they belong. My reminder to all of you listening is this. Just because someone appears to be glowing on their Instagram feed doesn't mean that they're glowing in real life. You can, however, learn to glow through what you go through. Dolls, I am so excited to introduce you to today's guest, and I have known her for years, and I absolutely adore her. Today's doll is Katie DePaula. She's an entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Inner Glow Circle, and the author of her brand new book, at least you look good. Katie and I actually go way back and our story will come full circle in this podcast, but okay, to not ruin too many surprises yet, uh, we'll talk about this later. So let's welcome the absolutely beautiful, incredibly smart, and the amazing Katie DePaula. Hello, sweet friend. I'm so happy you're here. (laughs) Hi, Caroline. I'm so happy to be here too. You are seriously one of my most favorite people. Can I just say that? You are one of my most favorite people. Can I just say that? (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, I just love you. Um, So I have a couple of fun icebreaker questions that I kind of like to get started with. Um, They're they're silly, simple, cute. Um, So, okay. Number one, your signature drink. Do you have one? If so, what is it? I mean, if I was with you, we could like pop some champagne, but (laughs) honestly, lately I've been on a little bit of a dirty martini kick. Ooh, I love that. I've never been on a dirty martini kick. I need to totally come and hang it with the cool girls like you. (laughs) That needs to be my new thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So my second question, confetti or glitter? Mm, Both. Oh, tell me more. I love it. So like glitter infused with confetti? 
I just feel like if you're going to party, like you should party. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love Why choose? <laughs> I love that. Um, okay. And third question, um, your boss doll idol, do you have one? And if so, who is it? Well, I mean, of course there's you. Oh my goodness. Um, but you know, I really like like the greats. Like I just love and look up, up to and like study Beyonce's career. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of writers that I look up to, Glennon Doyle, mm-hmm. um, Maya Angelou from a, for more of a throwback. But yeah, some of the greats. I love it. I love it. I just got goosebumps. You're just way too cool. Okay. <laughs> so obviously, you know, we know each other well, but I'm just, I'm so excited to introduce you to my audience and to my, my dolls because they are going to love you just as much as I do. So I just, I would love to start with just a little bit of your background, like who you are, where you're from, you know, whatever you feel inspired to share. I just, I want to kind of dig deeper into, into Katie. Sure. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not too far from you. I grew up in the DC area and you know this, but I I grew up in a very entrepreneurial family. Um, I myself am an entrepreneur. IGC inner glow circle is actually my third business and the business I've been, you know, with the longest, the most loyal to and able to grow with. Um, I'm a speaker and my newest thing is, Uh, writing and publishing, at least you look good, learning to glow through what you go through. And so really I'm a mindset and resilience expert. And if you wanted to summarize it, I help people find healing, meaning, and growth after and often while they are going through the biggest challenges of their lives. Goosebumps all around because <laughs> you, because that, but it's just the, the truth. I mean, when I think one thing that people cannot experience right now, obviously, because they're, they're listening to this conversation, but being in your presence is, is something that it's hard to describe. And I might be sounding really silly right now, but truly you're just one of those people that when you walk into the room, the world is okay. And, and that's just the truth. And, and that's just something that, so I love the way you described who you are because that is who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I know you from, you know, the perspective of IGC. So from, mm-hmm. from inner glow circle. So I want everyone to know how amazing inner glow circle is. If you don't already follow inner glow circle and Katie one, you should, and two, mm-hmm. it's life changing. So what I love most, you know, just as an entrepreneur myself is I love, I love the hustle. I love the launch. Like mm-hmm. I love, I love the, the grit and the true passion of starting something from nothing. So I would love for you to just, you know, share more about just inner glow circle, you know, as a whole, but really, I mean, you started this from nothing, you know, and just, you know, not to dig too, you know, too deep into the book yet, but just, you know, where did you find the inspiration for this? Like, what was your mission? What was your why? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like more of a story behind it. I was in the beauty business, which then led me to all these sort of wild moments that I I talk about in the book where women were really opening up to me. So I I just, to, to give a little bit more detail, I had a spray tanning company. It was my first business. It was called whole glow. And, um, not to get super, you know, graphic, but like I was spray tanning naked women all the time and they were getting, I remember telling you these stories back mm-hmm, in the day, but mm-hmm. they were getting super naked with me emotionally. Like they were telling me all this stuff about their lives. And I was in my early twenties at the time. And I was kind of like, 
I had always been the friend, which I feel like you're this way too. Mm-hmm. It always been the friend that everyone was like, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but like, I'm just going to tell you everything. Yep. <laughs> and people could trust me and they always came to me. And so I kind of became this secret keeper for my friends and random people that I would meet. But then with spray tanning, I had these 15, 20 minute appointments with people. And I would, you know, I was doing it myself at the time because I was learning the business and they would just be telling me like the, you know, these really vulnerable details of their lives. And I realized, and I talk about these breakthroughs in the book, but I realized that these women were coming to me for, an, for you know, coming for a tan, but what they were really looking for was like this sense of peace in their lives, you know, and I have this line in the book that something, something to the effect of, you know, they were coming to get a tan for their vacation, but they wanted to talk about why they had created a life that they needed to take a vacation from. And so, you know, people were opening up to me on all levels. And that's where I started to be like, wait, I think I actually have a gift for holding space for people and, and really coaching and mentoring and, uh, and, and, and being sort of this quote therapist, I'm not a therapist, so I don't want to say that, but being a coach for women and I have this gift where they feel comfortable opening up. And so what am I going to do with this? So from there, I decided to become a life coach. And that was what, what led me to my company today. I love that story because I mean, that's just the truth. I mean, your God-given gift is making people feel comfortable in your presence 100%. And it's a really rare, I think, skill, just skill overall that, you know, people, I mean, even myself included, I remember sitting, you know, in your, you know, like penthouse in DC, like on the couch, just like, I don't know why I'm crying, you know, like (laughs) I'm not crying, you're crying. And, and, And like, no one can do that to me. Usually I'm the one that everyone, they, you know, they come into my presence and they're, and I'm like, wait, this, she's amazing. So it, it, it's a gift, but like, what a beautiful gift, right? Mm. That you, your purpose in this world is, is to truly help people. And that's just, it's incredible. I just think it's, it's amazing. And, and, you know, thinking about your, your latest accomplishment, like thinking about your book, I mean, I still get goosebumps when I even think about the first message you sent me about your book and I'm just being so excited. You know, so your your book is titled At Least You Look Good: Learning to Glow Through What You Go Through. I know that, you know, obviously I understand this concept personally from, you know, glowing through what I've gone through and, you know, mm-hmm. same to you, you know, and the premise of your whole book, but you know, when when was that aha moment when you were like, "You know what?" I'm totally, I'm totally going to put this on paper and I'm going to share this with the world. You know, it's funny because like, I I just love you so much and I love the way, I just love everything about you and your whole being and your whole presence and your voice. You know, I always like to message you about this, but (laughs) it's funny because you're like, you know, and someone asked me this earlier today on an interview, like what was like the moment when you, when Mm -hmm. they all came to you? And I'm thinking to myself, the moment was like, I was on the ground, like I was, I remember sitting outside of my parents' house in my car, just having gotten an email from a doctor that was not good news and just losing it and hysterically crying. And so I actually learned from sort of the depths of of the darkness in my own life that this was what I needed to do. And, And that, you know, it was only in having a vision. It was only in having faith 
that I was going to be able to keep going in my life. I mean, we say keep glowing, but it was really like just even keep going, keep surviving. So I just for a summary for those who are listening, I went through a period of like back to back challenges and even tragedies in my life from loss to sickness to leaving a really, really toxic relationship. And, and through it all, I did sort of have this light, this like glow that I maintained. But when anyone who's listening, if you've been through something hard in your life, which like if you're a living, breathing human who hasn't, mm-hmm. you know, there's times where you're like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. I don't know how I'm going to navigate through this. I don't know if I don't know what's on the other side of this, if anything's on the other side of this. And, you know, for me, it was like this light, this flame of hope. And I think that what glow really embodies is hope, mm-hmm. is faith. And, and, you know, faith isn't faith until it looks like it's not going to happen. And that was the thing for me. Like all of the evidence in my life was starting to add up to, um, life is not easy for you, Katie. You know, your, your dreams are just dreams. They're not going to happen. But there was this, this uh, sort of stubbornness and yeah. perseverance inside of me that kept me going. And that was what I kept coming back to. So that's where, where the book comes from. That's where my business comes from, is this idea that we, particularly as women, can take the hard parts of our lives and turn them into something beautiful, like we're not victims. We get to be victorious and we get to keep moving and we get to find beauty and create beauty out of everything in our lives. That's beautiful. And, you know, you, you said, you know, hope, faith, you know, vision, all the things that one thing that you didn't say that I would like to add is how brave you are truly. Right. Like I think it takes a really brave person to be able to stand up and to be able to say, hey guys, this is who I really am. This is what I'm going through, but that's okay here. You know, I want, I want not, I don't want to tell you this because I want to, you know, upset you or to make you worry about me or whatever. Like the way that you would share your life, you know, there are some people, let me say this, that share their lives. I'm like, okay, you know what? I might send her a friendly little message and tell her she might need to delete that post. Right. (laughs) But the way that you would share it, it was always from a glowing perspective, even when it was hard. And that might sound silly to say, um, but you know, I mean, I know a lot of what you went through from, you know, personally chatting with you about this, but also from obviously your book and not to share too many things about your book because it's amazing. And I want everyone to go buy this book because it's beyond. Um, but it's just, it takes a really brave person to, to take the stand. And not only that, like you're taking the stand, not just for you, but for others who aren't brave enough to, right? Does that sound weird? Like, it's, there's so many women and, and just people in general out there who just don't feel confident enough to share their true story. And they, they might be living vicariously through you until they find their strength. Right. I think, yeah, I think that like strength comes from practice. And I think you're a great example of this too. Like sometimes we see another woman out in the world who initially we might even feel jealous of. I think often for women, that's like the first go-to emotion, right? We feel like this little jealousy or this little like comparison and we're like, oh God, what is it that she has that, you know, why can't I have that? How come I'm not, Mm -hmm. how come I don't look like that? How come, right? Mm -hmm. And we have to explore deeper because one of the things that I teach 
is that jealousy is an arrow. Jealousy is a directive and it's telling us something. And so if we look at that person or that, you know, whatever's having us have that experience, usually what we feel is like this burning desire, Mm -hmm. right? And so there are a lot of women out there, like you say, that whether it's confidence or lack of direction or um, lack of guidance, they don't, you know, they don't have, or they don't feel like they have the keys to the next thing, the next experience that they want to get to in life, the next relationship, the next business, the next opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's really important for us as role models to continue doing what we do in the world. But for every single person who's listening to realize like they're also a role model and that there's people looking at, at you who are saying, how do I get what that woman has? And that, yes, we can keep continuing to grow by fueling the inspiration inside of ourselves and continuing to say, you know what, I'm going to keep going for my dreams. I'm going to keep going after that little thing that I desire. And so, yes, it's absolutely in looking at each other person around us for inspiration and continuing to glow through everything that we go through. That's, that's awesome. And, and you know, when you say glow through what you go through, like if you're going to truly put, let's say a definition on this slogan or phrase that you say, like, what does that mean to you to glow through what you go through? So glow through what you go through is really about doing mindset work, right? So for me, it's like in, in pivotal moments, many times a day, taking the thought less traveled, the path less traveled. And it's a lot of work. It, it requires us to like literally exercise our brains yeah. and it's like moving a muscle. And, and the human brain is hardwired toward negativity. Like most of us, it's very easy to spiral to um, more of a negative place where we're being really hard on ourselves. But it's, it actually becomes just as easy to work to move to those positive thoughts if we can start to strengthen that muscle. It's just like going to the gym, right? And like we do squats and we're like, oh my God, I'm really (laughs) sore. And then we keep at it. And so moving your mind in a way, and we kind of call it quote mindset work, right? It's become very, um, very much this like phrase out in the world, mindset work, mindset work, but literally moving your mind and strengthening your mind so that when anything challenging happens, right? Whether it's like a tech issue or (laughs) a bigger thing in your life, like a relationship challenge or you know, gosh, women go through so many things from like trying to get pregnant to like dealing with their hormones and like our bodies are like these things that we have funky relationships with sometimes. And sometimes just being a woman in the world is challenging. And yeah, you get on social media and you compare yourself or you talk to a friend and you have drinks, but then, you know, she seems like she's got something you don't. Mm -hmm. We have to stay in our lane And we have to continue glowing through what we're going through and stay focused on ourselves. And again, like I said, doing that mindset work, exercising those muscles so that our brain is always taking us closer and closer to where we want to be. I love that because a lot of times, you know, at least in my experience and my profession, you all have clients come to me and say, oh, well, you know, I want a brand that looks like this brand, her brand or Mm. your brand, whatever. And I'm like, okay, listen, I love this brand. I think that brand is beautiful, but tell me what that means to you. Do you connect with 
a pink flamingo <laughs> like I do. <laughs> you know, I started my company on a pink flamingo pool float or, you know, do you connect to, um, you know, unicorns? Like, you know, so there's, there's icons in my business that are specific. And so if, you know, and I get that, like being a leader and, and, and just making sure that like, I want, you know, my mission at Posh PR is to elevate her brand so she can live the life she's always dreamed of living. Not so she can live the life that the person that she's looking at is sure. currently living, you know, like, and I, I, I think that's so important. I mean, this conversation is so important because, you know, and this is something that, you know, uh, Jenna Kutcher says all the time, you know, her success is not your failure. So interesting. Her success is not your failure. Right. And that's right. something that I've kind of adopted saying, okay, wait, you know, as entrepreneurs, and I know you're like this, you know, cause once you hit that milestone, once you hit that goal, and I'm going to ask you this at the end, but once you hit that goal, you're not ever going to be satisfied because it's not, you know, it's not the success that you're looking for. It's the journey that you're thriving on. It's glowing through it that you're, that you're thriving on. So right. I, I think that, you know, thinking through actually, you know, thinking through, I know there are people right now that are probably listening saying, okay, I'm going through something really hard right now. Mm -hmm. You know, Katie and Caroline are talking all of this, you know, happy happiness around this mindset and, you know, all of these things, but what it like Katie in your, in your own words, like, what would you say to this listener? Who's like, okay, I'm not okay. Like, I know I need to keep moving forward. Like I'm going through a really hard thing. Like what, like, what is the number one thing that you would want her to hear? I think, and this is why I wrote the book. It's such a, it's a good question, Caroline. Like I, I really want women to understand that they're not alone. And like the reason I was so, 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 so open and vulnerable in my book was because I wanted to, I wanted people to understand the depths of like what I was going through. Cause all I can tell is my story but I know that my story is a lot of people's stories. It's just a lot of people aren't willing to air their dirty laundry the way that, <laughs> you know, I have decided to do. And at least you look good is such a great title for the book because that's what people would say to me. Like they really didn't understand that I was going through so many things because they, they were like, but you look good. You don't look yeah. sick. You don't look like your brother just died. You, yeah. I'm thinking to myself, what in the world do those things look like? You know, because, but we do, we make all these judgments and it really does connect to the conversation around comparison and around jealousy. And all those things do is function as distractions, right? Yeah. And so it's like, you've got to get back focused on you. And you're so great at this, Caroline, but you really have to figure out like, what is it that you desire? What is it that you most want? There's something I teach in the book, both of the, as a concept and then towards the back, there's also an actual exercise that takes you through how to figure out what your glow is. Now, I define glow as greatest level of want. Mm -hmm. greatest level of want. It's GLOW is an acronym, right? Mm -hmm. And so my theory, I'm still kind of working this hypothesis out in the world, but my theory is if each of us can figure out our greatest level of want, what we most want for ourselves, our community, the world on a really, really high sort of evolved yeah. <laughs> level, yeah. you know, that that's where joy and happiness and peace and like all the good stuff can happen. And, you know, some days you, you, the thing you want 
isn't your highest level want. You're in a mood, you're in a place, you're right. Or you've got a lot going on, but if you really track it up, if you keep going up and up and up, what is the highest thing that you desire and how can you play towards that every single day? And that became my goal to continually be looking at my greatest level of one. And sometimes we have short-term goals, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have like, let me just get through the day goals. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just, you know, and and then sometimes we have like um, a lot of our, our, our real goals. If we're really, really honest with ourselves or our goals are probably even a better word is like vision. Mm -hmm. I feel like for me, I don't know about you, but like for me, like if someone's like, what's your ultimate goal? I'm like, I really just have like this vision of like yep. my life and the world that like seems a lot better yes. and prettier and happier. And like, <laughs> we're all getting along great, you know, mm-hmm. but it, and it's like this sort of elevated vision. And so my job is to just keep doing my part to create that. Yep. And so I think just to circle it back, what I want to tell that, that person who's listening and, and is like, I'm really in a tough place in your life or in your day or whatever is like, I feel you. I like really, really, really feel you. And if you want to know how bad I feel you, let's, you know, read the book and, (laughs) and, and let's talk about it. But I want you to know that the most important thing is that with any pain you're experiencing, whatever hardship, whatever disappointment, if you can tap in and you can, but it requires commitment. If you can tap into your greatest level of want, what you most want for yourself, for your life, for your emotional health, for your body, for your family, for your world, and keep tapping in and keep tapping in and keep focused on that, your life will change. Yes. And, you know, I I love this so much because, you know, there are so many, so many of us that say, oh goodness, like I wish I could have what she has, or I wish my life could change. You know, I don't know how to get out of this situation I'm in, but, you know, something that I say often to all of my dolls and just to friends, family, every day is day one. Mm. Every single day is my day one. I will show up just like you do on your first day. You're never late. You're on time. You're prepared. You're organized, right? Like Mm. you might have your favorite lipstick on, right? You're wearing your favorite outfit. Every day for me is day one. And I don't take that for granted. I don't take that lightly. Every day is my day one. I'm going to push and push just like it's day one. And if I feel you know, today, guess what? Tomorrow, tomorrow's day one. <laughs> so, but you know, I, I love that so much, Caroline. What I would love to add to that is like, of course you're like the sparkle side and I'm like, <laughs> okay. And here's like the raw thread of yes. truth. But yes. what I love is like, okay, if it's also, if it's day one of a job or life or whatever, you're like gonna mess up. Right. hundred oh, percent. And I think that's the other thing is like you bring your best and also you let yourself take risks to the extent that you're going to make a mistake. You're, you know, and, and it's the growth that I've seen you experience in your life and the growth that I've experienced certainly is from like leaping and like tripping a little bit. You know, we we get places because we take big risks. hundred percent. And so I love what you're saying about day one. It's such a great mindset and it's such a great motto. And also part of like showing up with the beautiful lipstick, which I'm so into <laughs> and like looking great is also giving yourself grace yeah. and letting yourself, um, not off the hook, but giving yourself the space to experiment and do things that sometimes are a bit out of your comfort zone, but actually making that the norm in your life because we're always learning. We're always learning. Yes. A hundred percent. I love that perspective of, you know, from 
my motto I've said over and over every day is day one. You, you actually took it to a different level that makes it more meaningful for me. So thank you for that. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. You know, when I think about something just this weekend, personally, I intentionally, so just to be completely honest, I've, I have been working very, very hard (laughs) as you have, Mm. um, you know, as a lot of us um, have been, you know, Mm -hmm. sitting in my office, literally, but in chair at like 5.15 a.m. And if it's not there at 5.15, I'm mad at myself. And I'm like, Caroline, I, I, you, you get, you need to get into your office. And I probably sit in my office some days, honestly, some days until six, seven, 8 PM. My husband comes home from work. I pick up my laptop then and move to the couch where I talk to him for like four seconds while he makes dinner. I'm still working. So it has been, it's been a lot, right? So this weekend mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, babe, I'm totally not going to work. He was like, that's going to be funny. And I was like, no, it's going to be great. Like, I'm actually not, well, I mean, like, not going to work like a lot. And he was like, no, let's see if you could not work. And I mean, Katie, I didn't work on Saturday the whole day. Sunday morning I woke up, I was mad at myself. And I was like, wait, I need to understand what's wrong with me right now. Like, there's a problem here. Like, this is not normal, right? Like, I just read Katie's book about like all these things. Like, here I am, like, not working. Like, this is... This is not how this is supposed to be, but what you said, give yourself grace every day is day one. From the flip side, I was like, you know what, Caroline, you're going to be, you're going to be great. Every day is day one. Like, you know, I, what, you know, sure. As a workaholic, I will own up to that and totally make that claim. So for me, my, my mess ups might look different than other people's, but like, that's okay. Like we're all you know, we're all still feeling similar feelings just because my feelings might look different than yours or hers or whatever. Like, I love the fact of being able to say, I'm going to give myself grace and it's going to be okay. Yeah. I think um, if it's okay with you, Caroline, this would be a great time to read my top five rules of life. I'm getting ready to say that. That's my next question because that literally, like reading your book, like literally I'm like, oh gosh, I need to hire Katie for all the things. Like literally, like everything, like that's just it. Like, so, you know, in your introduction, you know, you give credit to these, you know, five rules of life. I mean, I don't know how, if you're open to sharing these, like I would love it if you would, but however you share, like this is... I, I love these. So I'm going to let you take it away. Yeah. So I, I'll just read like a tiny little intro to Ooh, it okay, yes. and, um, and then read the rules. But, it, but before I do, to your point, you can take the exact same rules yep. or value systems or frames, right? And apply them to any life. Yep. And so I think that's why the rules work because it doesn't matter what the specifics are. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're not an entrepreneur, if you want to be an entrepreneur, right? If you're married, if you're divorced, if you're, you know, you know what, I'm never getting married, right? Like it doesn't matter. It's just about finding rules or a value system that, that works. So here's what I say in the book. This is from the introduction. I took inner glow circle from a self-funded startup to a million dollar business, trained hundreds of life coaches, built a loyal team, created a solid business partnership and attracted the best friends I've ever had and opened my heart to love again and again. I've become the woman I've always wanted to be. Well, almost. Here are my top five rules of life. So here's what you guys want to write down or get the book and highlight it. (laughs) Um, Rule number one, life gets to get better and better. Rule number two, take giving up off the table. Rule number three, ask what's possible, not what's probable. Rule number four, it's this or something better always. 
Rule number five, what's meant for me can't miss me. Yeah. And so I think, you know, just to, to not, not that I'm going to sit here and coach you because I don't do have I permission it. in the moment, but <laughs> you know, it's just important for all of us to consider like, um, you know, these lenses of, of possibility, right? What would be possible if I shifted my relationship to work? Like it's not so much about working or not working, or it's about examining your relationship to work and what you make it mean to, you know, for yourself and, and to yourself in these words like workaholic. I mean, you said it, I didn't, sure. I've said it about myself, yes. but you know, what does that even mean? Like to me, it probably just means that you so love what you do and you so love your clients that you're so committed. But we also have to be asking like, you know, to what extent and, you know, am I giving up something else? I don't know. We each have to examine this for ourselves. Like this is what self-examination is about, just taking a look. But, you know, asking ourselves like, you know, what is the, what is the stress about? I think when we feel any kind of emotion rising in our body, like you're saying, I f- you feel frustrated with yourself. Yeah. It's so interesting, right? Because on one hand, I'm like, wow, she's so committed like what commitment, you know, like what, like reverence for the work. It's really incredible. And also it's like, okay. And like, we have to give ourselves grace. And, um, what are we afraid we might lose if we give ourselves grace? What's the difference between giving or cutting ourselves slack and giving ourselves grace. Right. And so there's all these like ways that we view ourselves and and ways that we view the world. And I think the last one that's really, really great for um, motivated type A women like us (laughs) is number five, what's what's meant for me can't miss me. And that's where you have to ask yourself, and, and we can all go through this exercise. I certainly still have to go through it daily, but what is my greatest level of want? You know, what is the thing I most, most want and desire? Because what's meant for us can't miss us. Where we get tripped up is when the thing we focus on and the thing that we're running towards isn't actually the thing that our soul, like our true, true soul desires the most. Because I think we've got like these, like we've got this like human self, right? And then we've got this like soul self and, and at some places they merge and the key is like merging them, right? And, and making sure that that our, our human selves and the things that we want and the accolades and the accomplishments are also really aligned with what our soul's purpose is. And I think you're 100% living out your soul's work. I know it, I am too, but all out myself here, Caroline, I was way, way too stressed out and not who I want to be as I was finishing my book. It became really intense for me. And so the exploration I'm in now is of course I finished finished book one, book number two is already on my radar, and I'm like I'm not writing that book unless I know how to be different yep. in that process. So we're always growing. We're always I, growing. I love that, and I think it just it's so important, you know, for for you to share this. Obviously, you have a whole book about sharing, you know, these vulnerabilities, and I think it's important, you know, this story that I just shared because I get I probably get a, a, a DM on the Caroline doll weekly that says, oh my gosh, your life is so perfect. Oh Lord. <laughs> or, or oh my gosh, like look at your perfect life. Oh my gosh, not everyone can live an adult, and I'm just like, okay, y'all. 
you guys have absolutely no idea, right? And, you know, there's this whole like stigma behind, you know, the, the highlight reel on Instagram. That's what it is. It's a highlight reel. It's showing the good. Um, and, you know, you don't want to know what's outside of that little square, right? Like sometimes <laughs> like it is, y'all probably just want to have no idea, but that's why I think that it's so beautiful that you shared, you shared what's outside of your Instagram square. And that's just so beautiful. And there are just, you know, for, for me, you know, we, we help women run their social media. Like we actually run a lot of Instagram accounts and there's, there's a a healthy balance between, well, do we always want to be pretty and polished and perfect or can we get real sometimes? Right. And it's interesting because a lot of times when, when, you know, my clients do get real, they're algorithm changes and they've got more likes and comments and followers and they're able to connect, right? They're able Mm. to connect on a different level, which is beautiful. So, you know, when, when you think about, you know, your struggles, your, your life, you know, from all of the things that you've gone through, I mean, finding that balance with social media, did you ever feel like you struggled with that? Did you struggle with, you know, when you, you know, when, if you don't mind me, you know, saying this, but like, if like when, when Bo died, like how, how, you know, was it hard for you to say, you know what, I'm going to post a pretty picture because I want to and just pretend it, it, this doesn't exist. Or were you like, you know what, I want the world to see the real me. Like, are you comfortable kind of chatting a little bit about that? Not to get too granular. Obviously I want everyone to buy your book because it's amazing. But like, honestly, Katie, like, I don't know. I don't know how you are, where you are right now with what you've been through. And like, you're, you're amazing. Oh, I was so nervous to to do this with you today because you really have been in my world, like through so much of this. I know we've like weaved in and out and, um, caught up, you know, here and there over the years, but like, you really saw me navigating out of a really, really hard time. And can we use the word blossom instead of navigate? Can we say, I saw you blossoming. (laughs) I saw (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you saw me like before I was blossoming when I was yes. maybe like sprouting <laughs> out of the ground. Okay, I might have seen that too. Um, but but yes, you're so intuitive and you saw the blossom before I saw the blossom. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, you know I'm I'm totally a real talk kind of girl. And mm-hmm. and for me like just posting a pretty picture uh after all the things started to happen never yeah. felt real. So I've always had to be real. I think you know, what's hard is when you're going through a hard time and like, you don't want to talk about that because you don't even know what's happening. So then you say nothing. I think that's like a whole nother conversation is like how to, um, learn how to show up even when things are hard and how do you show up and not bring all your stuff to the feed. You know, we always see people airing like way (laughs) too much and, and not doing it in a way that actually tells a story or it looks really unprocessed. So I don't know. I think vulnerability sells. We know that there's a huge movement towards vulnerability. Um, and I, I think that it's important that we as, as people, as women, as brands, as personal brands, mm-hmm. we keep getting clear on our story and knowing that we're the hero of our own story and we're the storyteller. So what I kept thinking about is like, what story do I want to tell here? And, and, and really, I'm very spiritual. And, and so really pretty quickly after Bo passed, I started telling this story that I'm just sort of now living into five years later, which is like Bo's legacy lives on. And 
I feel like, you know, that's a big part of my purpose and he gets to live out his purpose. But it's a challenge. It's a challenge when, you know, gosh, don't you see like women who they'll like go through a breakup and like, they're like, do I delete all the photos of me and my ex on my feet? You know, our social media is so connected to our lives and how we live. But again, this is what I believe. You can tell any story really beautifully. Mm -hmm. So you'll, you'll find this interesting. I was writing my book and I was finishing the third section, which is all about boys. There's three sections, body, (laughs) beauty, and boys. And I get to the end of boys and sure enough, I wrote this sort of happy ending about me and my boyfriend at the time, who I thought, you know, I thought we were going to get married because we plan these things as women. Mm-hmm. And I get to the end and we break up. And I'm like, I call my editor. I'm like, I have to rewrite the entire third section. But you know what happened inside of me when I decided to do that? And as I was writing it, I'm like, oh my God, writing a book is just like writing your life. Like you just get to rewrite it. And I told an equally beautiful, perhaps even more beautiful, more authentic, more real story. But yeah, I had to rewrite some of it. So I think that like the bottom line here is we're always learning. We're always growing if that's the path that we choose to, to be on. And it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't, doesn't matter what life throws our way or what we decide, you know what, I'm going to work on this thing within myself, or I want this for my future. And I can't have this Mm -hmm. unless I shift this thing inside of me. Right. And the the world is truly our oyster. Like we get, you know, it's our Barbie house, right? We get to to create life as we want it. But that's where we step up and we step in and we say, you know what, I'm responsible here. I'm the boss. Yes. I'm the hero. And I get to write my ending. So here's the thing. How do you want it to end? Ah, goosebumps. I love that. I mean, you know, I I tell clients all the time, you know, that thing that you want, right? Like you were the only thing standing in the way from living your dream life. You, your mindset, your, you know, your, your, your mind saying, you know, maybe you're not good enough or that you're not worthy. But the second that you decide that you're worthy, that listen, I'm worthy of living my dream life. You will start moving and changing and growing towards your dream life. This is exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You know, there. I, I love that so much about you. And actually, I think we, it's probably now that we're to the boys' topic, um, we need to tell everyone truly how we met <laughs> because we haven't done that. Um, can I? Can I tell everyone this? Can I? Yeah, this? I was going to ask you earlier if I could <laughs> yeah. tell people you. So you tell them. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say. So, long story short. Um, so, well, Posh PR turns eight years old um, in January, which is crazy. And um, let me let me preface it by saying this. Unfortunately, Katie, and you know this, I never wanted to be a wedding planner. <laughs> Do you know this? I don't know if you know this. Yeah. Um, long story short, um, I Katie reached out and was like, Caroline, like totally think you should plan my my dream wedding. <laughs> you poor like, thing. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh my gosh, like this girl, she seems like so like, she seems like me and um, you know, she seems so cool. I like go to like her like super cool, like DC penthouse, like all the things, meet the family, like love your family. And um, I was Katie's wedding planner for the wedding that didn't happen. And I'm so proud to say that. <laughs> I'm proud Thank of it. God, the wedding that didn't happen. Oh my Lord. Yes. 
And I think it's beautiful. And it's okay. Obviously I feel like I'm giving away too much of your book. Like everyone's going to totally buy it. Like, because it, they are, and it's amazing. That story's not even the book. That's just a bonus story that you it's get by bonus. listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, also, I also like went on Amazon and bought like more because anyways, we'll talk Aww. about that later. But, um, but at the end of the day, like the moral of the story, like life isn't perfect right? Like people can send me however many DMs saying, oh my gosh, Caroline, like look at your perfect Barbie life. Actually, no, this life that I live, I worked really hard for. I had to go through a lot of crap to get here. But Katie, like this is, this is your, like, this is you. Like that is why I respect you so much because yeah, you look great. Yeah. You looked great while doing it. You're the mo- one of the most beautiful people I've ever met because I mean, also like you're so beautiful on the inside, but like Life is hard, but like, yes, can we still look good while doing it? Sure. Are you glowing while growing? Yes. Right. But at the end of the day, like your hardships don't define you. It's, it's how you are learning from them. It's how you're glowing from them and growing from them. And I just think it's so beautiful, like watching your life unfold. I'm going to stop giving you all the compliments because people are probably like, oh my gosh, Caroline, why don't you and Katie just like hang out somewhere, which we totally should. But um, tell me more about just, you know, pulling yourself out. I think that is the one thing that people can't do. Like they're like, okay, I need this advice for, I'm struggling. I don't know how to glow and grow. Like, or I don't like, how can I pull myself out? Like, were you in the bathtub when you decided you were going to do this? Cause I love your, you know, your whole storyline of like mm-hmm. doing all the things in the bathtub. Like, I don't know, like how can people pull themselves out just making that decision? And like, like who, who gives them that validity that like they're good enough? Does that make sense? I start to have these like, um, gosh, what's the word? Like sort of existential moments where I'll like, <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> no, I sound like really crazy. No, okay, everyone me. strap on your seatbelt. Um, <laughs> I'll start to have these like existential moments where I like start to observe myself mm-hmm. and I'm like, huh, this is funny, Katie. Like here you are again at another little low point. Right. And, and, and like, you know, I, I talk really, really honestly in the book about my challenges with my mental health and with anxiety and with like depression. And I'm a really deep person. I've always been like, what's my purpose in life? What am I? I'm really deep. And like, I'm the girl who's like at the party, like in the corner, sipping on her drink, like trying to have deep conversations with people. And then it's like, all right, Katie, enough, you know, but I've always been really fascinated by like the purpose of life and, and things like that. But, you know, I'll have these moments where it's like, it's, it just is, becomes honestly kind of like funny to me in like sort of a, a, a cosmic uh, joke kind of way where it's like, oh, this is just your thing, Katie. Like things are just a little bit hard for you sometimes. And they're also really beautiful. And you get to decide like you're in charge. That's what I keep remembering. Yeah. I'll have these sort of moments where like I feel like you know, maybe God is speaking to me or like my higher self. Like I can't totally tell the difference. (laughs) I'll have these moments where it's like, okay, like enough is enough. You know why you're here. Put on your big girl panties and let's go, you know, put on your, your cute outfit, your cute heels, like get your makeup on, like, let's go. Like life, life is a party and it's waiting for you to catch up. It's really easy for me to get caught in my own, like 
mind stuff. This is why I write about mindset. This is why I'm, I've become an expert because I've been studying this, own, this stuff in my brain and then in hundreds of, of women's lives for years now. We all get into these little places where, where you're, that you're talking about where our like, inner child is having this little tantrum of like, why isn't it easier? Why isn't it, you know, and I really believe the greater the possibility, the greater the resistance. So what that means is like, if we have all this capacity for our lives, if we have all this possibility, you know, if we're quote unquote meant, which I think we kind of choose what we're meant to do, but if we're meant to do big things, then there's going to be either circumstances or mindset or challenges that create a lot of resistance. Like it's not just easy. And like, if it was easy, everybody would do it. You know, like how many times have you heard that? So it's just in every moment, like I have a really loud voice of resistance. That's like, well, maybe you're just not meant to Katie, or maybe this (laughs) is, you know, this is just where the story ends. And it's like, come on, are you kidding me? There's no way. There's no way. I believe that if God gives us these dreams, these visions, that it's because it's meant to happen. But in order for meant to happen to happen, we have to activate it. You know, you have to step in and be an active participant in your life, in your healing, in your business, in your family, all the things. Mm -hmm. And so it's really about continuing to get back involved and, and, and problem solve and look at like, okay, what are all the options here? What are all the possibilities? Just like you would sit and brainstorm for a client. I'm sure you do this for yourself as well. I'm great at doing it for clients. I have to do it for myself as well, but sitting down and really like looking at like, you know, the, the experience of life and saying, okay, how do I want this to go? And then realizing that I'm only a step away from actually starting to make those plans happen. I love it. Every day is day one. Every day is day one. Every day. This is your new line. This is the title of your new book. Just kidding. (laughs) That's going to be like your one-liner on like Bravo. Hi, I'm Caroline. Every day is day day one to me. (laughs) Oh, but Okay. So speaking of all the things that are upcoming, um, I mean, what's, what's next? I mean, you, you already dropped that you're going to have a second book at some point, um, this year. I mean, have you thought about actually, have you thought about what your word of the year is for the year? My word of the year. I know I do this every year. I ask everyone this question. What's yours? I don't know yet. Um, actually, well, I told my husband last night it's going to be sugar mama, <laughs> um, but this is off the record for one. And he was like, yeah, babe, he goes, I'll keep, I'll say in the, you make the money, baby. I'm going to, I'm just going to go figure out how to cook the dinner. I was like, okay, baby, no, I don't know my word of the year yet, but I, I, I want to think about yours. I'm excited to hear what yours is because yeah. I'm excited for that. I feel like because you like know all the words, I feel like your words going to be something I would have say to like look up. Glow, but then it would <laughs> be a total pop out. Well, no, I mean glow. I think glow, but like, um, I don't know. I just feel like there's, you know, do you ever have that feeling where you're like, just greatness is about to happen and you just feel it? Like I feel that really? for you. Like, I've been I, feeling it too. Yes, I was I, this morning and oh I was like visions of things and. I was, I get, I I have a pretty um, solid spiritual practice. It, it looks different. I'm not one of those people that's like, I wake up and I do exactly this. Like, no way, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, but I was kind of doing like my, my, 
little spiritual routine this morning and kind of lighting my candles and listening to God and then writing and then listening and as I do. And I was getting sort of some specifics, but I only ever get like puzzle pieces. And then I have to start to, to put the puzzle, put the pieces together and arrange Mm -hmm. things. And, um, I really do think that there's a shift coming. I feel, I feel personally that my focus for this upcoming year is actually meant to be more on my personal life. And, um, you know, it feels very scary because the last time I started to go down the <laughs> right. road did not go great. But, you know, says who, right? Like, I actually have a really powerful story um, out of everything that I navigated through. Uh, and, you know, my, my lawyer used to always say, and you guys will read this in the book, but my lawyer always used to say, I used to say, why is this happening to me? And um, I had this, you know, man lawyer who was like in his 60s and um, he like more like a dad figure and he'd be like, Katie, I don't know why you're complaining. Like you're going to make millions from this. And I'd be like, yep. <laughs> you know, but, but I've started to see the payoff of everything that I've gone through. But again, I've had to stay in the game enough to reap the rewards. And that I think is what's so tricky when you're like, when people are starting their businesses and starting their social media and starting their you know, it, it feels slow sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so, and then all of a sudden things start to pick up and you're like, wow, this is really fast. And it's only fast because you got so used to like, you know, the pace and you've built so much momentum. I feel like this next year for me is really about sort of leaning in and enjoying what I've created and also focusing more um, on some personal goals without getting too much into detail. But um, doing, going, you know, focusing on that part of my life and doing it the right way this time. I mean, I really feel like I'm in a different place and I have a beautiful new love in my life. And, um, it's, it's just a really interesting experience. It's interesting how you can go through not the same thing, but sort of, you know, like build a business and then you build a different business and it feels really different the other time or be in a relationship and then be in another relationship, but the other one feels, it feels really different. And I think that's what people mean when they say alignment, mm-hmm. you know, like being in the right one at the right time and not rushing it, but it's tricky because you learn so much from the mess ups. Yep. You know, you learn so much from the mistakes. So I think this year is all about, um, is really about building my life. I've worked a lot of my career and obviously I'm not stopping that. I'm a lot like you, but right. building my life the way that I want it to be. Cause I feel like I'm in a really grounded and, and, and powerful place to, to start to grow that piece of my life. No, I agree. And ooh, maybe your word of the year is alignment. Mm. Ooh, we can think ooh. about that. We can think about that. Yeah. <laughs> but Katie, no, truly like you are, you are changing lives you know, truly you change lives every day and it's so beautiful to, to watch that. It's, I'm so honored just to know you and, um, you're, you're, you have such a beautiful soul. So for everyone who wants to follow along with you, where can they find you? Where can we buy your book? Tell us how to follow you and your life. Yeah. So, um, come follow me and let's be on an adventure together. Find me on Instagram. My Instagram is at it's Katie DePaula. My um, inner glow circle is at inner glow circle and the book you can find, you can read more about and you can find all the links to purchase it at inner slash book. 
Love it. That's amazing. I am just honored to have you here. Um, I want to hug you in real life soon. Let's make that happen. And Same. thank you. Thank you so, so much just for being such a vulnerable, like just sharing your soul and just being real just for all of us. It's a breath of fresh air. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you for the space to do this. And thank you for everything that you do for all of us women everywhere, keeping us inspired. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Katie. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I cannot wait for all the things to come. XOC. Okay.